You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, friends? You guys looking for some kick-ass local clothing? Well, let us tell you about our friends at Soda Stick. Go to their website at SodaStick.com and hell. If you find something you like, there's no way you won't. Just enter the code 10KTAKES at checkout to get free shipping anywhere in the U.S. I mean, we're talking about the same exact company that partners with McGolden Light. I wish we could say that about our freaking company. Once again, it's SodaStick, S-O-T-A-S-T-I-C-K.com, and use the promo code 10KTAKES, that's 10KTAKES, to get free shipping anywhere in the U.S. On this episode of It's a Bit, we're joined by our friend Ryan Donaldson, the director of promotions at KFAN. We give our bits of the week and end all of that with buy or sell. All that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bits podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever, first name greatest, like a spring. Welcome back to another episode of It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes. I am your host, Boss Man, joined virtually by journalist Jake. We still don't have a studio yet. We're working on the 10K house, but we are fucking virtual. Once again, Jake, how are you doing virtually on this fine Tuesday morning? Uh, well, as always, every Tuesday, it's still the beginning of the week, so still feeling dreadful, but in a couple days' time, I'll feel excited and optimistic about life until Sunday and Monday roll around again, and it's a vicious cycle, and especially today where we're recording this, we are coming off of our Vikings watch party, so had just a few brewskis at our party on Sunday. It was a fun time, didn't go hard, but I, I think I'm feeling that a little bit on this on this Monday into Tuesday, but it's it's all good. I, I keep going and I, I hold strong. Right, right. Well, and Sunday fun day, Jake, everything good comes at a cost, right? Comes at a price. Uh, every time you want to get a little fucked up on a, on a Sunday evening, it's going to cost you some uh, some energy and some willpower on Mondays. So, you know, these are these are the problems that we struggle with daily, but we, we push forward. Yeah, I love the Sunday fun day bit. I'm sure that's been covered on one of these episodes in the past, but it's a it's a great bit. I, I really encourage anybody to do it if you're like hesitant because you're like, oh, I, I reserve drinking to Friday or Saturdays, and you know where you have a day after to quote unquote recover. You know, fuck that. Like, go out and have fun on a Sunday. Like, it's it's not a big deal. Like, go out and drink a little bit. We're not talking about having like uh, a shit ton of drinks like you do on a Saturday. Like, let's have a bunch of shots. You can. That's actually we've done that before on a Sunday fun day. But go out and have some beers, have some fun. And I think we're not feeling it as hard today because usually I think we've done Sunday fun days and we also have gone out on Saturdays and we really didn't get that messed up on like a Friday or Saturday this weekend. But regardless, I encourage everybody to participate in the Sunday fun day um, movement. So, Jake, based on what you just said, uh, we had a hell of a time yesterday at Bigwood Brewing watching the Vikings uh, during the noon slot. What I was going to ask you, though, did you have so much fun yesterday that you'd do it again next Sunday if you had the chance? Oh, yeah, 110%. I had oh, well, we are. Oh, oh, we are. We are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't the, know uh, that. yeah. Bigwood Brewing wants to host us again uh, next Sunday for the Vikings Panthers game. And if you didn't see the shots of it this week or uh, you just started following us, you will notice that there is a massive TV truck parked outside of a brewery that has the game on. Uh, there's great drinks. There will be a lot of people there. We do the famous pint chugging contests at halftime. But it's free beer, but they win a $75 gift card to the Minnesotan. So shout out to Corey and the Minnesotan for, uh, you know, providing the entertainment. But once again, just come to Bigwood Brewing in White Bear Lake this Sunday for the noon kickoff game against the, the Carolina Panthers. By the way, Carolina just decided we're not going to go with north or south by the state. We're just going to call it Carolina in a very lazy fashion. Okay. Um, but yeah, 
you can come there this Sunday. What this Sunday is the the seventeenth of October. Yeah, so it's uh, and I'm telling you, folks, like this TV screen is is unbelievable. Like it's just it's amazing. It's, it's the literally on the side of a truck. It's, it's it's literally on the side of like a semi truck. It it is like bananas. This, one of those small like semi, not a huge semi truck, but let's just call it a semi truck. And the screen's it's, on the it, side. It's of it. big. It's big. It has metal sides. It's fully enclosed. We'll call it a we'll call it a quarter truck. How about that? Does that it's, work? It's, yeah, quarter truck. It's a big, beautiful screen. It's big and beautiful. It's great. You would love it. And the audio is pristine. You come out and it's at a brewery where you everything is about beer. So it's beer, big TV screen, and, and Vikings football. And especially now this weekend, they're, they aren't at home. So unless you're traveling to the game and you want to go somewhere and watch the game, I mean, you can go to some bars in Minneapolis. Sure, that's great. But you do that all the time. Come to a place that's the biggest damn screen that is going to be hosting the Vikings game this weekend. And, well, and actually Jake, what we're providing is only one step away from B-dubs, right? B-dubs is beer wing sports. We have the beer and the sports. We just need someone to provide the wings. And then we're already, yeah, sorry, the beer and the sports. If someone brings wings, then we are B-dubs except better, bigger except TV. Way better. I, I think the, uh, the, the amount beer of beer selection. we have, I think the amount of beer we have and the beer selection we have and the big screen just already outweighs and already out, but, weighs a place like b-dubs or every other bar that already sells me but yeah obviously if we had some wings we would just be the ultimate empire of 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 vikings watch parties as as depressing or as crazy as they can be i but in the end come out and and watch them uh hopefully beat the carolina panthers but it's a it's a fun time it's a it's ecstatic it's a sunday fun day participate in it with us let's have another sunday fundy this sunday Sunday. the 17th at bigwood brewing uh, to watch the Viking game. All right, let's move into now the meat of the show. Uh, by the way, we do have Ryan Donaldson, director of promotions at KFAN, coming up after we give our bits of the week. But first, let's get into bit of the week. Uh, JJ, just me and you. So let's uh, let's let's read these out. What do you got? What do you got for bit of the week, homie? So this is part of like, don't don't call me that. That's weird. <laughs> what, you don't like homie? I'm done. You don't like I, being called I, homie? I, I'm done, homie. Well, I use the word I homie think, all the time. I, I think it's the funniest right thing context. to do when you're aggressively white. Well, dude, it's funny because it sounded like you were going to end the sentence and then you went homie. So it's like it, it almost didn't fit. Like there was a that word. Ne- that word never fits. If, you, if you're no. guys like us. Fine. Call me homie. I don't care. You can at me if you want by calling me homie. I don't care. But anyway, my bit is the uh, it's an awkward bit. It's the pant. Tra- it's the pants transition bit. It's when you're in fall, especially in the Midwest, this might not apply to if there's anyone listening on the coast or in, in warmer places, maybe to them, maybe, maybe sick when it hits 60 degrees in California, you go to pants, but specifically in the Midwest, when we go from summer to fall, specifically, there's that awkward point around end of September and uh, October where weather can sometimes still be very bipolar to the point where it's warm one day, but then gets cold. There's never, it's not consistent yet. It's not getting consistently cold. So you're in an awkward point where you don't know when to stop wearing shorts or if you need to start wearing pants or you have in your you're so used to the warm weather still that you go outside and it's 50 degrees or in a, in the 40s which could still maybe be short weather in Minnesota but when you're used to 70 80 degrees that does feel a little cold and you think it's warm you go outside you're wearing shorts and then you're wearing pants or like on Sunday when we're we're at the Vikings watch party I was hot as shit like hot as balls wearing jeans because I thought it was going to be in the 50s but no it went up to 70 so now it's like today you'll wear shorts and it's cold it's like you're shivering. It's, you don't know when you're officially and you almost want to set your attire in your closet to just go to pants at some point. Cause I'm sick of trying to transition back and forth. It's a pain when we already have so much on our plate and palate on a daily basis. I just want to know if I'm going to wear pants or shorts. It's that awkward point where the temperatures aren't staying consistent and you don't know what you're doing. It's the, you don't know when to transition to pants, but it's starting to happen, but it's hard to say when you're actually going to we- officially make that transition. Can we just have a weather? I don't give a fuck about the temperature. Can we just have a weather app that just tells me what to wear outside? Because I try to like determine the numbers. And there are those people who are like, well, you got to look at the dew point and the wind chill. No, I, no, no I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not a scientist. I'm not fucking Bill Nye out here being able to, to solve these complex equations to tell me what I need to wear. Because, hey, some days I'm just going to be hotter. Some days I'm going to be colder. That's the way skin works. Mm-hmm that uh hannibal lecter something the silence of the lambs who cares skin sucks having skin sucks uh yeah i i don't know i i i'm in the same boat i'm either sweating in pants which i was yesterday as well and that sucked or you're wearing shorts 
and you think you're going to literally get uh, pneumonia. So there, there's really no in between when it comes to fall. We can't have a normal fall. It was hot as balls last week, all last week, and then like a cold front moves in, and next thing you know, you're breaking out the coat, and you next you didn't even get a fall. You know, where's fall? You don't have the normal transition, but I I do think that there should be something on the app like wear shorts today, based on your living situation and how many years you lived in the Midwest. You're going to be cold as shit in 35 degree weather if you wear shorts. Yeah, so wear dude, pants. I, it's, yeah, it's it's horseshit. It's it, it's that bad time of year, especially since we still have warm weather in October right now. It's weird, but it's 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 going to happen. We're going to finally have that transition. Move to pants, and you can make the decision and go forward with it. Just got to hey, do it. I don't mind it for college football though, because we we got Nebraska this weekend uh, on Saturday, and it's an 11 a.m. game, so. You can generally wear pants this time of year. Like even if it gets hot out during the day, you know it's going to be cold in the morning. So we can confirm to wear pants because that's an earlier game. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so what I had for my bit this week was the uh, the arcades bit. <laughs> arcades. I didn't realize I haven't been doing arcades since I was probably in high school, right? Because I'm an adult now. I feel weird in them. I feel creepy. Uh, I feel like I'm way too old to not understand that they are basically a scam because let's be honest, arcades are a legal way to introduce children to gambling. You know, like they literally like there are games where you have to put in a certain amount of money and based on either chance or performance or both, you get some sort of prize out of it. While the arcade does keep a lot of that, of that money because you could be like, Oh my God, I have 6,000 tickets. Like, what does that mean? You want a fucking monopoly game. For, that's what my roommate John and my buddy Edson they're like they had 7,000 tickets between them I'm like damn you guys are going to get something sweet with that they want a board game they probably spent it's, it's a that probably cost, it probably cost them combined over $100 to get this Monopoly board game when maybe I mean how much does a board game cost at a, a local store maybe like 20 bucks if yeah, that, $30. $10. Well, and, and Jake, it, it wasn't just them. It was us. I mean, you got a football me, and you spent almost 40 in credits. I spent yes. over 50 in credits and I got some little plastic string lights that I do plan on spelling boobies on my wall with. So yeah. realistically, arcades are a total scam because you pay all this money to play the games. And even if you perform well, the best thing you can get is something that is three times as, uh, you know, less value or three times less valuable than what you put in. So it's, it's basically like investing in a stock that you know is just going to do terrible. Yeah, I always thought that going to Chuck E. Cheese as a kid, like when I kind of got the idea growing up, like about, you know, actually gambling and going to casinos and playing with slots. I'm like, this is literally just conditioning kids to be gamblers. Like yes. you're, you're thriving to get these tokens and then and dragging your parents out to get you some of their, uh, which was actually mediocre quality pizza from what I remember. But anyway, you go there, you try to get tokens, get enough, get a bunch of, to win a bunch of tickets on jackpots on machines that are rigged. And you spend a bunch, a hell of a lot more of your parents' money or your money, whatever it may be. I'm not judging if you go to Chuck E. Cheese as a teenager or an adult, but you're spending a lot of money for shitty prizes for the sake of just trying to see that jackpot winning lights come up for the sake of uh, gratification and positive emotion. I don't know. It's literally well, conditioning and it's- kids. And then similarly to casinos, you know how like when you win in a casino, you don't truly win because they keep a lot of your winnings. I mean, like shout out Better Edge, uh, one of our sponsors, like they that is like their uh, one of their like leading. Um, what am I trying to call it? You know, like their their advantage, their competitive advantage. They're like, we don't we don't want to take your money out of fees. And basically with arcades, how, you know, a lot of tickets cost a lot of cash, but then a lot of tickets doesn't buy you something valuable. They're basically collecting a large percentage of your winnings and not allowing you to buy something that's actually worth the money you put in. So no. And like, and like, and, and to our credit for everybody listening, we didn't go to Chuck E. Cheese. We went to Dave and Buster's. We went to Dave and Buster's, which is supposed to be, by the way, Dave and Buster's we'll get, well, actually I have that in uh, buy or sell. So we'll, we'll get down there in a little bit. Right, but it's an adult arcade, and it should be. Yeah, I, I, we, we can dive into those thoughts when we there get. There are kids fucking everywhere. Book. We'll get, we'll, but, we'll get there. Yeah. but, but yeah, casinos, casinos are are a bit of a scam, and uh, so are arcades. That's what I learned this weekend. All scams, man. You think then, arcades is the place of of childhood dreams? Like I, I'm going to build. Oh, this is a place where I'm not going to lose a lot of money. It's not a casino. Uh, you're very wrong. In fact, I maybe would go into a casino and maybe spend less money. Right. Right. Before we take a break here and move into our interview with Ryan, that 
Uh, Bubba was with us. Obviously, he's no longer with the company, but he is still our good friend. And we were hanging out with him at D&B's on Saturday night. And he did what I have never seen another human being do. He walked by. So they have like these high top tables all over D&B's, as the cool kids call it, D&B's. D&B's. Drinks, food. Uh, pussy. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but uh, they have these high top. They have these high top tables all over D and B's where you can like put your food and drinks down while you're gaming. And there was a family of people that were like, all they're all playing the basketball game, and all their food was sitting on one of the high top tables. And Bubba just, if those of you who don't know Bubba, he's this he's this big guy who used to be with us. That we hang out with. He just fucking takes his hand and he just reaches in a box of like chicken wings and just grabs a handful and just starts e- eating them. <laughs> they weren't his at all. They were the family that was playing basketball's wings. And he just did basically a drive-by uh, wing, wing. Uh, what do we call it? Like a wing, wing pickup something. Wing pickup, wing thief. And he's ba- wing he might be the steal. first person in history to do it, so I don't even have a word to call it. But he just he just snatches up the wings like he's doing some high intense mission. He has to grab the package before the enemy sees him and he just keeps walking and he just starts inhaling these wings that don't belong to him. So that was a first that I've never seen anyone do before. But the thing is, it wasn't even like a bet or a dare. He just did it. And that's what just he does. Want, he, he just, yeah. He wanted to do it. He just, he just does that shit. You know, he's like, I'm and his excuse. A lot of the times when he does shit like that, it's always like, well, I'm hungry. Well, I blah, blah, blah. That does not justify breaking the law. And then I will also say allegedly, he may or, he did not actually steal anything, but he was, I think we were sitting in the prize area and he's like, you can steal some shit so easily in here. He's like, he's, look, he did this. start putting stuff in his pockets to see if they could fit. <laughs> he's like, I got, he was testing the idea. So this guy's a, a, a you know, should to, put wanted to steal a $4 around. bracelet. Then you have, what, uh, what you a, have bigger issues. Can you imagine if there's just a picture at like DNBs next time we go there? And there's just pictures all around the restaurant. This man steals. This wings. man stole from us. In. <laughs> this man stole from us. Steals wings, and it's just like a stupid security photo of him walking. You can see him clear as day in this blurry ass <laughs> security photo. This guy steals wings. He's a wing thief. He's a full on felon. He's he's a, he's on the DNB's blacklist. <laughs> <laughs> he's banned, sir. You can't come in here. Why? Why you steal wings, dude? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, your uh, your face was emailed to corporate. Like you're never allowed to go in any uh, DNBs in the continental U.S. ever again. Yeah, he's he's part of a list of like five other guys who have done the same exact thing, and they're all yeah. just it's like the uh, DNBs top top most wanted list for uh, guys yeah. who steal shit. But uh, that was bit of the week, folks. We're gonna take a really quick break. We will be back with uh, our friend Ryan Donaldson, director of promotions at K Fan. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey everyone, Boss Man here. Just a reminder that It's a Bit is officially sponsored by the Better Edge app. Better Edge is a legal online sports marketplace that allows you to post and engage with other sports betting fans, place no commission positions in an online marketplace, compete in head-to-head challenges with horrible bettors such as myself, compete in public or private competitions, and buy or sell positions such as the spread, over-under, or money line at the current market price. All you got to do is use the promo code 10K, that's 10K, at B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E dot com to get a free five bucks when you sign up and verify your AD. Once again, that's 10K at B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E dot com to get a free $5. Start betting today. All right, everyone. Welcome back to It's a Bit. Very special guest joining us. We have Ryan Donaldson, director of promotions at KFAN, and he's even got the hat on. I love, I love oh, the yeah. branding, Ryan. Always repping the brand. I, you know, I got to do what I got to do. And I mean, you guys are blowing up right now. So no better place to show the logo than right here on 10K right. Tape. Right. And I was going to say, as the head of promotions, you're just always, you're 24-7, you're promoting. Do you, do you sleep in promotional wear? I do. Yeah. I mean, that's oh, basically yeah. all I've left in my closet at this point is just old State Fair t-shirts. Um, yeah. That's basically become my entire wardrobe. They should come out with a line of K-Fan PJs or and or lingerie. We get Ooh. some, we get some weird requests like that. Um, I'm not going to rule anything out. Um, you know, we experiment every year with some different stuff, uh, but uh, we get some weird, weird requests. Like we've we've talked about doing like a K fanny pack in the past. Yep. I think that could be a, I think that could be a hit. The play on words, um, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always got to be a little bit of a of a uh, you know a bit in, in a, a bit. Yeah, it's a yeah. bit. You guys get that. 
What, what is it in uh, Jake and it's it's always sunny? They do the uh, the Patty's Pub G strings. <laughs> oh yeah, like this is gonna help us get more business. I mean, right. we always trying to grow our female demographic. So I mean, there's no better way than I mean, with some K fan lingerie, let's make it happen. Hockey K-Fan would definitely 10K. be into it. He'd be all over yeah. that for sure. I think we need to. I think we need to start with something. I think. I think. I mean, you're the promotions guy. Whatever we got to do. Whatever, like outside the box ideas we got to do to promote the brands, promote the bits, we got to go for it. You know, hit every right. single market. Out. Oh yeah, we can't leave anybody out. We want to make. I mean, we're an all inclusive station. We like yes. ourselves a fan as a family station, a family brand. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's a line that we're willing to cross sometimes, and if it's going to make the you know the some money on the bottom dollar, let's let's go for it. Lingerie yeah. made lingerie still, I believe, is is family driven i think if you look at right. it in a certain aspect yeah so you know what it keeps the families going strong like i mean if we didn't have lingerie we probably wouldn't have as many babies walking around exactly right. we, it, you wouldn't have as much family to reproduction and uh human uh advancement it's exactly it's for the good of the people so we're doing this is a double-edged sword here that we're talking about we're in our first minute here and we're coming up with billion dollar ideas look at guys this. doing business is the way we we're like entrepreneurs <laughs> right what we're doing uh but, so uh, like ryan what's uh what's like a day what's a day in your life like it, like what does all does your job entail um so okay the easiest way for me to describe it is basically i'm kind of like the middleman between the sales staff and the on-air staff um and so, like, there are some days that are super, super fun to be at work. And uh, I get to experience all the behind the scenes stuff at KFAN and, and be part of that family. And then there are other days where it's, you know, just a desk job at times. But um, I get to do things like uh, go on, you know, trips with the power trip to Vegas. And um, I got my start at KFAN actually on the production side of things um, a, a long time back. And, uh, I was an intern back in 2009, um, got hired on as a board op shortly after, and uh, they, they kept me around, um, you know, for one reason or another. You'd have to ask Chad Abbott about that in a different interview. Um, yeah. And well, when- we asked him why he still has us doing stuff, too. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's lost his mind, clearly. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I, I basically, I, since I had such a good understanding of the station, I'd worked so many live shows in those years doing production stuff. Um, when our last promotions director left, um, Abbott came in and he's like, dude, I want you to throw your hat in the ring for this job. Like, I know you don't have much of like a marketing background per se, but there's not anybody inside or outside of this building that knows these shows, these hosts, um, anybody better than you. And so He's like, go talk to your, you know, the promotions boss right now at the time, um, a guy named Matt. So, so shot him an email, got hired on, and um, I'm, I'm loving what I'm doing. Um, it's super fun. But basically, I'm in charge of all the contests that you hear, all those liners that I get made fun of about my uh, lack of writing skills about. Um, yep. So basically, it's kind of like the sponsor mentions, making sure they get out over the airwaves, um, putting together contests, and then the super fun events like state fair and the power trip comedy show and vegas trips and stuff like that yeah we were uh we were in vegas we were there for that and yeah. uh, we were drinking we were. until probably 10 in the morning that almost ruined the whole trip physically ruined the trip we had plenty of fun experiences after that yeah Just never never recovered from that so i mean we're still recovering nobody ever fully recovers from vegas do they i mean that's why you can uh, only handle so much it, like, it's it's a, it's a scar every time you go right hundred percent. Like it's after, after like the second night, you kind of end up hating your life a little bit. And then um, if you pull off a third night, then it's just over that next day, traveling home from Vegas. I've got some brutal memories of that airport. Yep. And no good experiences. in uh, what is it? LAS? Is that the name of the, yeah. The, yeah, the airport? yeah. Not a good airport specifically because of historical uh, personal reasons. Absolutely. Not a good, lot of great like hangover food options either. Like you're, oh. It's like there's like a kiosk with like a sub sandwich place in it. And that's about it. It's just it's like it's Quiznos, isn't it? Jake, didn't we go there? Like, I haven't seen a fucking Quiznos since yeah. 2010. I didn't know that there's one in the Las Vegas airport. It still it's exists. like you would think you would think Las Vegas. You're, you probably have the most hungover people per capita. I don't know, per square footage than any other place 
on planet Earth, especially in an airport, you should at least provide the best food options that there yeah. is on planet Earth in that damn airport for pe- making everybody's trip home a little better. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling for that movement. Like, I don't know if we need to get something going officially here, but we've Change. all. Change.org is, is what I'm thinking. Change.org Change. yeah. might be the yeah. way to go. I mean, yeah. the greasier, the better. Let's get some, you know, McDonald's. Let's get some Johnny Rockets. Um, yeah. That way you've got breakfast, lunch, and dinner covered. I mean, right. let's get some good airport food in there for the us hungover people in Vegas. Yeah. Look at this. Two, two, two really good ideas already have come out of this. Come it's out unbelievable. Of this. We need to do yeah. this more often. Right. They do right. have a, they do have a Chili's in there, which is is good. But that's it. I mean, you gotta you gotta build off that. You have everything, and then a Chili's. Okay, let's let's just throw in more restaurants. Let's create a big restaurant row in there. Yeah, That'd be yeah. the best airport to do let's it. Let's create a strip right. of fast food restaurants within the strip. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like if I'm at Vegas and if I'm coming home, like I don't think I'm wanting to sit down and like converse with like a, a server at, at a Chili's. Like I'm talking like get me through the line, give me my food so I can like go into my own little corner and eat mm-hmm. in shame and try to you know, <laughs> soak it all up. Right. So you're faced right. with food before you have to go home and have to uh, face reality once more. Yeah, exactly. The back to reality blues get get very real in Las Vegas for sure. They hit you hard. Well, speaking of like your job, I know you're technically the promotions director of promotions, but I know you've stated that you are a bullpen producer. I like that. I like that terminology. You, <laughs> yeah. By that, you're not a starting producer. Right. You're a bullpen producer. I mean, yeah. what does that mean? What does that mean exactly? Um, I'm a career backup. Uh, I've never made any, I've never made the starting rotation. Um, but I mean, that's a lot like just credit to the station, to be honest with you. Um, since I started, like I mentioned back in 2009, like there have been maybe one or two personalities, but every single show, all four shows from the power trip, PA common and Barrero from producers, um, down to the hosts, we've had maybe two people change over in those roles and those shows have stayed the same for 12 years now, if my white bear math serves me correct. Um, So there hasn't been like a lot of opportunity for growth, but like I found my niche in promotions. And um, when I'm filling in, I think that like I've grown a lot. Like I used to be brutal on the air and I don't like there was a day where Chad Abbott walked into the studio with a rolled up newspaper. Where's my, there's my hand rolled up newspaper, (laughs) whacked me on the back of the head and put the microphone off button on me. He's like, Dude, you don't need to talk this much. Like, just like pick your spots. Um, but like we, like he means it all in good love. And like him and I are super tight. Um, and uh, like, it takes like a lot of reps and like, there's like a lot of coaching, honestly, behind the scenes too, about what makes a good producer, like, you know, as, as a sidekick uh, perspective, for sure. Like that part of it, you, you got to grow into and just do a bunch of live shows and kind of get to know each show differently. But um, yeah, like I was able to like learn the technical stuff pretty quickly. So they trusted me on that. But um, it took years to like, you know, get kind of like a niche on the air. Um, and like, I've, like I said, I've had the opportunity to do like every single show at KFAN uh, hundreds. Yes. Hundreds of times. Yeah. Yeah. I was for gonna sure. say, I think- like the whole, the whole radio thing in general is just, I mean, it's been a, it's been a hell of a transition for us to, to go from, you know, podcasting, which we've been doing for a few years to radio. It's, it's a totally different style. So, you know, we're, we're super thankful. K fan, Chad, you guys have kind of like allow, allowed us to do that. But um, while we're kind of on the topic of the shows, uh, meat sauce, at least this is on fandom says that you would be a total Todd if he didn't know you. Is there <laughs> What exactly does that mean? Um, all right, so I get a lot of I get, I get a lot of crap. Um, I went to Blake, which is a private school here. Um, uh, they've got a reputation okay. for you know silver spoon fed kids and all that stuff. Uh, I own it to a degree, um, but it's really honestly kind of just a bit like like the I, I my persona is I'm the guy who goes to Big Island still in his mid thirties <laughs> and you know row tanks and yeah. out of that at, by 31 i mean red red solos nice. playing a yep. flip cup on the lily pad <laughs> yeah like my buddies and i were some big island ogs there's no doubt about that um so that that reputation has kind of been grandfathered into uh my current lifestyle but um 
don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I love golf. So, I mean, there's some Todd to me for sure. I'm a, I love yeah. to go on the golf course. I love the lake too, but uh, I haven't been to Big Island in like 10 years. So um, <laughs> okay. we've retired from that, especially now that we've all, you know, got some serious significant others too. There's not much else to do out there. Um, if you know well, what I mean. Well, we go, I mean, Jake, we, we play golf. We go to Big Island, you know, every few months. Yeah. And uh, oh, what I, we don't wear bro tanks, but my hat is backwards. So Dude. Damn, I'm I'm kind of feeling like a douchebag right now. No, it's no shame. It's no shame. Yeah, it, uh, we can all go to we can all go to we'll all do that. Go. Todd Town. Look at that. We're all, now, I, is is Todd like? Is that just another form of saying you're a Chad or Brad? Yeah, it was I kind of it was, before its time. Like there was no Karen, there was no Chad, there was no Brad when meets us kind of coined the term Todd. Like there was no real definition of what a, of what a Todd really was, but everybody kind of just understood yeah. um, if that makes any sense. Like we even like before I took over as promotions director, we had a state fair t-shirt that said, don't be a Todd. Um, right. It was PSA. like 2015 and um, it was one of the best sellers. So uh, basically anytime like, you know, the Western suburb kids, um, uh, get on the radio together if Guardsy's in for Barrero and I'm in for Guardsy, um, we'll have meat sauce on and we'll on a Tuesday and we'll call it a Todd Tuesday. And uh, <laughs> we just break down what it's like being a Todd our whole lives. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, tr- trust funds, uh, private schools, <laughs> golf. I mean, yeah. Well, right. You know, well, did, well, did. What are they, wake surfing, wake surfing. Yeah. You ever wake, do that? Wakeboarding. I, I'm too old for that, man. Like I was like a kneeboarder back in the day, like love, love water skiing and tubing and stuff. Uh, yeah. But uh, wake, wake surfing, like kind of came out after my prime. Like um, I don't do a heck of a lot of uh, extreme sports anymore, but you know, I, I'd give it a shot if I ever got the opportunity just never, never tried before. Right. Have you guys well, done don't... Yeah. Well, we're we... going off or Jackie, you got to say something? A virtual bet. Yeah, the virtual bit, man. Oh, hey, no, Jake, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Okay, yeah, the, you go ahead. It's like at a four-way stop sign. It's just yeah, like, no, you can go. Minnesotans no, at a four-way stop. I was right. just going to say, um, Jake and I do not wake surf, uh, unfortunately. I, I, I don't I don't want to blame it on our lack of athleticism, so I'll, I'll blame it on our availability that we just work too much. We don't have time for silly little recreational activities. But, I feel uh, it, yeah, it's, I, I mean, it's really it's just a lack of – we're too busy uh getting invest or talking with our daddies and getting investments from our daddies who are yep. bankers and lawyers ta- talking to yeah. vcs and um you know hanging out with austin yeah there's like a talking. beckett boulevard now um yeah i mean there's the todd uh the todd name has kind of grown we've we've taken in some other ones too I can't remember many off the top of my head, but don't be a Todd, I guess, at the end of the day. But I mean, at the same yeah. time, let's, let's embrace it for who we really are. Right. I'm trying. Absolutely. I, I think we should just universally start using Todd as our Brad or Chad, because in reality, I don't know a lot of people named Todd. It, right. It, I feel like it's not as common. So I think if you're if you call someone a Brad or Chad, there are a lot of people named Brad or Chad that aren't truly live up to the aesthetic of being the dick guy. There's a lot of Brad or Chads that are nice people, but I feel like if you are truly named Todd, well, then you probably are. You probably are. You're probably just a douchebag. Like that's the way the world works. Because look, no one's one's name is Todd. No, it it fits the name. Yeah. You really don't meet many Todds, do you? Not anymore. So you're pretty kind of picture. Yeah. I picture Todd like a really tall, like blonde kid with clean cut haircut, like a polo, chubbies, and then like long white socks and white shoes. Yeah. And his, fa- and his father calls him like his his to- like Todd, and then his middle name like, oh, uh, hey Todd Humphrey, like right. You get, back, you get back here and you give me the keys to our fourth boat right now, sir. You're grounded for crushing too many white claws on the boat with the boys. You're gonna be <laughs> cut off from the trust fund for the next week. Todd is like the family there. middle name, and the kids got it. You know, his name is Humphrey Todd, but like they all yeah. do, they all go by Todd. And that it's, and that family definitely has the uh, the family crest hanging above their uh, stone arch <laughs> fireplace, and they're like, your your great grandfather like built this country, Todd. Like, how does it feel? 
to like let him down. Oh, God. You, got, you guys got to figure it out. Like, I think, we, yeah, you nailed down. Yeah, I think we're on the same page. It took yeah. us a while. We, we got there, though. We've <laughs> analyzed the Todd dilemma, and we, uh-huh. we've cracked the case here on this on this podcast. But, uh, Ryan, I saw that you allegedly have an IQ of 113. So wow. I don't know if that's a Todd IQ or what scale that falls in. But, I mean, how do you how do you know this? Did you do an actual legit test? And Who I mean, where is this on an IQ scale? Where did you find that? That's my question. You're on, you're on fandom. Is that where you found it on Jake? In, on the fandom Wiki. bit. Jeez, on Wiki yeah. fandom. So someone put it in there. Someone well, said you have an IQ of 113. And that's actually accurate. Like, so the power trip did a bet, like that'll shock everybody. I'm sure. Uh, but the power trip did a bet. This was like, God must've been like four or five years ago. Um, but like, basically it was like me, Hawk, Corey, AJ, Meat Sauce. I think Tommy Olson was involved too. Um, we all went and took like fully legit, like medical, like in a room with one-on-one with a doctor IQ test. And they were going to reveal the results live on the air the next day. Yeah. And uh, Meat Sauce agreed to it. Um, that was kind of like the whole bit was like, Sauce, what's his IQ going to be? Yeah. Um, People are curious. Yeah. Um, the next day was a tough day for, for, for saucy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is, um, I was not the highest. Uh, I'm sure like if you guys had to guess, who would you guess out of that group would have taken the highest? It has to be AJ, right? Yeah. AJ took the highest. Yeah. He was 122. I think if I remember. Oh, right. is that, that's out of 125, right? The IQ test. I don't know. It's I I actually, it I think it goes to like 140, like Einstein oh, levels. Man. Like you can yeah. get up there, and but if you're in like 122 range, you're still in like that one percent of like the bell curve, and that bell curve just you know it keeps going into the genius levels, which is you know I mean in the 140s or whatever it is. But basically, um, people who cheat at life because of their brains, yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, and then I, I believe uh, Corey was next. He he's smart, dude. Uh, he was like a 119 and then he went down the list. I eventually showed up at 113 and then um, we won't reveal what our good friend Paul's were. At the time. <laughs> That's fine. We were in digging in fandom. But well, it, we, I, we all kind of did yeah. something similar in our old studio. We all took the Wonderlick test, which is the, the NFL version of the IQ test. And uh, I didn't hit record on the computer, so uh, the data has oh. been lost forever. Luckily, I'll tell you, though, my score was not as high as I wanted it to be. So I uh, that may have been intentional. Maybe it wasn't. The world will never know. <laughs> what kind of <laughs> questions are in the wonder? Like, I'm just curious. It's really basic stuff. So, Jake, do you remember? It's like you get 50 questions. By the way, do you guys hear the fucking rocket that just went by my apartment? Todd just ro- rolled by in his crotch. Yeah, it's so, Todd. I just heard that. It sounded yeah. like a big bell. He just I think, you know, I think he knows we're talking shit, but the wonder look yeah. was like you it's like 50 questions and you get like an like hour 10 minutes or 10 or minutes wait. to do it. And there some of them are really basic, some require thinking, and it's multiple choice. So it's 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 kind of tough, tough test. Yeah, like a quick SAT kind of thing almost. Yeah. A little bit. Dude, yeah, I don't exactly. even think I don't even think I ended up taking it because I think we found out we weren't recording and I think we're just like, just like fuck this. Fuck this. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do it. I don't want to see what my score is. I'm not, I'm not going to reveal that because like when I'm under pressure on tests, no, like it's, it's going to be bad. Like the score is going to make me look dumber than I am or maybe it is accurate. I don't know, but like, I'm with tests you. freak the hell yeah, out. Right. Yeah. Right. The time tests definitely uh, were the bane of my existence as a kid. Yeah, when you're under pressure, it's like Kirk Cousins in the pocket. It's it's never gonna end up end up good no, for anybody, right? Uh, I would love to try the Wonder Lake. We should, you guys should bring that bit back. I mean, okay, let's do we, it. Yeah, let's. Good. We'll uh, we'll see. If, we'll rope some of the K fan guys in too, and and see who all wants to take it because yeah, I, I'd be interested to take it again. I remember yeah, I did yeah. not do well on it, but uh, I'm willing to try. Like next it. April or something, right before the draft, like we can yeah. compare our scores to players and, and everything like, like that. Yeah, like, remember how much shit you that. talked about that guy, the college football player? Yeah, you're half as smart as him. So <laughs> right. like, yeah. it, 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 it could be very exposing. But um, yeah. and, and kind of while we're talking about K fan and stuff, we've always wondered who. I don't know if you know this. You probably will. Who's the guy who does the voice? Like you're listening to this on the fan. Like is is that a, is that a person? Is it a computer? <laughs> So, so no, it's a, it's a person. Um, 
we uh, it was Dave Allen for the longest time. And he's kind of the one that he was with the station for when we were when like when we were growing up. Um, and he does a lot of what we call segs, basically in and out of breaks. Yeah. Um, but then also the bits like um, so Dave Allen is the voice that you're probably thinking of. Um, mm-hmm. He he went on to bigger and better things a couple of years ago. And um, now a guy does a lot of the imaging. That's what we that's a fancy term for like the voiceover work. Um, his name's Diego and he just goes, he's like Madonna. He just goes by Diego. Um, I don't don't even know his last name. I've worked with him for, for like five years. So (laughs) we might, we might need to get, uh, we need Diego, we need to hit up Diego so we can get the official intro for our show on K fan. Cause that's, that's, that's what we've been missing is the official introduction. You know what I mean, Jake? That's how, that's how you make your show legitimate. That's how you put the stamp on it. When you get a professional image, as you would like to say, and look at that, we're business. learning. Yeah, we're, we're learning. Even though it's not an an image, it's on radio. But I like that. I like that <laughs> imaging. terminology. Imaging. Yeah. yeah. I, imaging. 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 So, imaging. Just want to make sure you guys got it right. Yeah. We're gonna get some imaging on our on our before our show, and then we're automatically legit. We have that voice on us on our on our show. It yeah. sounds legit. It sounds professional. It's it, it it's an art, I think. And 100%. and this guy should be called Diego. Because or like uh, I'm, I'm like a Picasso because I feel like that is an art. That we need to we need to keep him ambiguous. Tell. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he, real name. he yeah. I mean, the, like you'll hear the guys reference. Hey, can you have Diego like cut this for us if it's like a quick hit bit, like even on the air? They'll use his name, but like most listeners, they hear that name probably and don't realize like who we're talking about. But it's like, yeah, man, like this guy's working in a studio. Like he'll get like a a text from me or an email from Abbott, like, Hey, can you, can you hit this, whether it's uh sales driven and he's got to, you know, kind of do like a, you know, like for the cash contest, if it's like a partner involved, you know, he'll be the one cutting that up and putting it in the system and we make sure it goes out over the airwaves. But um, he's always like the, the quickest responder and he's really, really good at what he does. And he's got his own studio with his own sound effects. And I don't know all the magic that goes into it. Um, but I definitely think he could he could make you guys a pretty badass open. That'd be right. sick. We're I gonna, think there should almost be like a I, I feel like we should almost do there should be like a professional imaging awards, uh awarding it to the best uh imager, I should say, uh around yeah. the country. I'd be curious to see here the talent of the other ma- major radio stations and see what they utilize because I mean I've I've heard obviously Diego and it's it's the the voiceover recently. I don't know if anyone can compare to that. The the emotion and the amount of effort that goes into that I feel like is a lot more than people think. And if we had an award show to compare others, I think that'd be hilarious. Hundred percent. These people need the love. They're you know it's like kickers are people too. These imaging yeah. people, these voiceover people are kick are people too. Let's get them right. the love that they so richly deserve. Right, you almost we could uh, we could even run a contest where we try it ourselves. We throw the voice filter on and see how it sounds, and we see who's the best imager at 10k. Yeah, Yeah. I've gotten to do a couple of those, just like as like a you know, um, just like a real emergency basis. Like if Diego's out one day and we needed something to go into the system, Abbott will let me do it sometimes. Like I did like some high school hockey liners. Uh, but you know, it's, it's, it does not sound the same unless you really know what you're doing with the, with the sound effects and with well, are, your, are you able, are you able to give us a sample right now? Um, yeah, let me How think, like, um, let me think of like now back to the XL energy center on the fan. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> now yes. back to the XL energy center on the fan. It's not bad. Yeah. Like, you now know, back, we'll, get, we'll get there. Let's hear it. All right, let's hear it, Jake. Okay. So we're going to do the same thing? Yeah, yeah, nope. yeah. Okay. Now back to the XL Energy Center on the fan. See, actually, that was – that actually had some that, – that you might have some talent, man. Like, I that, like, had the, like, tinny quality that you're looking for almost. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I like that. Like, my ears perked up on yours, Jake. For sure. That, well, that, that, that's well because, and like when we yeah. when, when we did the first ever episode of It's a Bit Radio, I'm like, Jake, we haven't talked to the guy who does the voice stuff yet for the fans. So like, can you do it for us? And he did it. He did. He did the imaging for us in our own show. So like, J- Jake is the guy for sure. Yeah, I mean, I've heard your. Uh, I was in with Guardsy when you did the Kirk Cousins. I was 
blown away by that like <laughs> hilarious bit like and that's right up my wheelhouse for like what i find funny is like impressions like that and um yeah i mean going back to like our jacques on the fan like you know uh mm-hmm. just the, those bits like have always been my favorite thing so if we can keep our Kirk Cousins going, I mean that my, I'll be a, I'll be a happy camper. I was gonna yeah. say I don't know if that was me. I think Kirk Cousins was actually just calling in on his birthday and uh, oh yeah, pizza ranch and yeah, his football cake he got from Mike Zimmer. So <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm glad Kirk showed up. I I didn't recognize you at first. You know, I thought you were Jake for a second, but no, it's good to see Kirk in the flesh. Like I thought you guys, you know. Congrats on the victory yesterday. I thought you were a little tough on Zimmer at the end. I don't know what what that was all about, but uh, hope you hopefully you guys make amends in your next forty five minute film session. Jeez. Well, we always say yeah. that uh, that that Jake was uh, a clone of Kirk Cousins that didn't turn out quite right. That's what evil, we like to say. evil twin. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it, it's pretty good, man. It it came through perfectly on the radio. Um, keep that keep that up for sure. Yeah. No, well, I was, uh, yeah, Ryan, this has been a blast for, uh, for let you go. We our signature bit here that we do on, uh, it's a bit where we call it the rapid fire. We're just going to ask you 10 questions. Just got to answer them as fast as you can. So you ready to go? All right, let's do this. Sounds like a wonderlick test to me. Yeah, basically <laughs> same, same principle, hopefully easier questions, but Oh, breaking loose yeah. Apple Valley. But anyways, uh, all right. First question. You're on a deserted island all by yourself. You have one alcoholic choice for the rest of your time on the island. What is it? Um, Summit EPA. Um, Ooh, that's right. I'm, I'm a, I'm, I, would, I was leaning that or gin and, um, and soda with a lime. Uh, I'm a big Hendrix and soda guy. Uh, that would be the, the, the alcohol of choice. But if it's beer, and I think beer's kind of got that more longer, you know, life of that I would think like I would enjoy for like a long period of time if it's the only thing. So yeah, Summit EPA, that's my go-to. Okay. Perfect. How many fourth graders could you fend off in self-defense? Yeah. Uh I I could I think I could kick some fourth grader ass. Um Yeah. It would take like I'd say like 20 of them to bring me down if I'm like trying to like defend my life like i got no problem doing that yeah 20 it'd take 20 yeah. hell yeah brother <laughs> uh well, yeah. what's better minneapolis or st paul i'm a minneapolis guy i got nothing but love for my, our friends to the east but uh uh was born and raised in the western burbs and uh grew up kind of going to vikings games at the metrodome and twins games at the metrodome so i yep. bleed uh i bleed west side of the river all right, all right. Would you rather slap a random baby or your own grandmother? Um, I think I'd go with. Uh, I, I think I'd go with my. How hard are we talking? I mean, are we going? Um, we're we're we're, we're talking a a pretty good force, yeah. A good yeah, force? Some good slap. Yeah, like in the face yeah. or like. Oh yeah, and, like in the face. In the face. Yeah. Oh my There's god, I feel, like, I feel like uh, grandma would have a better chance to. I know babies recover and they're resilient. I just. Uh, I'm going grandma. Yeah. Sorry, grandma. Grandma would take it like a champ. Uh, If you could hang out with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, wow. That is a really good question. Um, I'm going to say Tiger Woods, even though he's still with us. Um, He's, he's my favorite all time athlete. Like, you know, it's like Randy Moss and Tiger Woods kind of battling one a one B and then everybody else. And, uh, Mm -hmm given I still can kind of play golf, I can't really play any other sports, like playing like a round with Tiger would probably be like the number one answer. Yeah, for sure. Um, does pineapple belong on pizza? No, not at all. Uh, I totally agree. If you were given an all expenses paid trip to Cleveland, Ohio, would you take it? Uh, yeah, I'd go. Actually, I had some family in Cleveland. My mom's side. Oh, from oh there. there you go. Oh, okay. yeah. Hall of Fame. Uh, I check out a Guardians game, you know. Yeah, uh, the team formerly known as the Cleveland Indians, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super pumped for the Guardians this season. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. Cleveland, uh, Cleveland has some some hidden gems, some good delis, uh, some good food. Um, yeah, I'd do it. Why not? Man, the Guardians. It sounds like a laser tag team. Uh, <laughs> wow. What's more realistic, ghosts or aliens? 
Uh, aliens, 100%, because aliens 100% exist. We just probably haven't made contact with them yet. Uh, ghosts, um, no. I mean, I'm all about scary movies, but uh, I'm, I'm not a big uh, believer in ghosts. I'll yep. just leave it at that. All right. Uh, what is the worst fast food place? The worst fast food place? Um, God, I think... Oh, man, I don't want to step on anybody's... Uh, sponsorships no i'm just kidding um i I wish i wish there was an issue with this show with that but there's not no i know um i'm thinking like i'm thinking back to my college days where i really experienced them all because here in minnesota we're kind of limited even though things have expanded a little bit but like man there's uh el pollo loco (laughs) terrible terrible place in tucson arizona um that will literally um you will not leave the toilet for like the next 24 hours if you go there. More mainstream, like I'll, I'll give you guys a better answer. Just more mainstream, like I'm not a Hardee's guy. Like I love Ooh. a good burger, but like every like I've been to Hardee's like maybe like 10 times in my life. And as far as fast food goes, that's like the lowest amount you could ever possibly go. It's like one of those like if you're on the road and you absolutely need it, you got you go. But like I just, just never had a good burger from there. Like yeah. love Burger King, love Culver's. Um, I, I, In and Out's overrated, but um, I've got big fast food opinions. I know these are supposed to be quick hit, but uh, oh, I'm, no. I'm on fast food. This is some hot topics. We can go into discussion here. But I personally love Hardee's. I don't know why. <laughs> I grew up. I grew. I think I went there too young as a kid, and I got like indoctrinated into it. Yeah, but uh, I, I've always my liked dad Hardee's. always went to why. Hardee's and his daddy before him. Is that kind of yeah, what happened my, in your family? Yeah, yeah. My daddy get, went to Hardee's. The daddy before him. I can make a country <laughs> song about it. But uh, no. I mean, yeah, it's just like you never but, like. No. It seems a little sloppy every time I get it, yeah. and it's like I'd like to be able to like hold a burger without like. There's a lot to- on it. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, but I think with Hardee's, it's a it's a spectrum. I've literally, it's not a spectrum. It's really like you're in it or you're out. Like I've seen people that really like it or they really hate it. I never really have run into, well, it's okay. You know, it's like, okay. it's, yeah. it's, it's. Everybody's got a big opinion on Hardee's. It's it's very, it's like Nickelback. It's very bipolar. Yes. Jake and I are on, are on either side of that one. Uh, uh, last question. Guy, so. Yeah, exactly. I'm a Todd. That's uh, if, what we do. Exactly. Yeah. Todd rode by in his crotch rocket for the third time. All right. If a movie was made about your life, Ryan, who would play you? Um, (laughs) That's a great question. Um, I've been like compared to Jason Biggs. (laughs) Um, Oh, nice. American Pie. Like kind of awkward. We've both kind of got similar features. Uh, He's not the most handsome man in Hollywood by any means, but uh, you know, he's kind of like, you know, like, goofy nervous sometimes that kind of fits me awkward. a little bit um yeah. yeah like i'm not like the most awkward guy in the world but i've got those moments for sure do you, um, uh right. do you like apple do you like apple pie yeah i was gonna ask uh, yeah, peanut butter jelly, yeah. Peanut or not but um yeah i <laughs> yeah no I, I like apple pie especially you know around thanksgiving time we're getting right into fall so you know, yeah. hopefully we'll be baking up some of some of those in, in uh, November for sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Well, well, Ryan, this is so much fun having you on. Um, before we cut to commercial, is there any anything else you want to tell the listeners? Uh, not really. I mean, uh, thanks for having me on. This was really fun and unexpected to come on your guys show. Like you guys hit me up out of the blue and I was honored to, to come on. So like anything, anytime come on uh listen to these guys on it's a bit radio on kfm plus and um these guys are going places for sure and i appreciated you guys you know with the kind words and bringing me on and um definitely would love to do it again for sure well it, it was i'll say it was an easy choice to bring you on you're the best damn bullpen producer around so <laughs> right yeah. gotta gotta bring and, you on you know as long as none of the kfan guys are on vacation or their kids are sick at home i'm, I'm pretty much available to hop on with you guys so um awesome hope you're filling in so yeah we'll yeah. be here yeah. we'll have we'll definitely have you on again ryan but thanks thanks so much for joining us and and folks we're just going to take a quick break and we'll be right back nice car perfect all righty everyone welcome back to it's a bit presented by Ten Thousand takes 
Uh, we have our final segment here, what we like to call at it's a bit buy or sell. You know, we treat people, places, things like their stocks. And we ask everyone on the show, which today is just Jake and I, you know, whether you'd buy it or sell it. So the first one I have on here is uh, coach Mike Zimmer and quarterback Kirk Cousins of the Minnesota Vikings after winning the game winning field goal against Detroit on Sunday did kind of like this weird hug shove moment where like Kirk was getting in Zimmer's face, probably saying you like that or some shit like yeah. that. And then Zimmer kind of yelled some shit back and, and he shoved him and some idiots on Twitter thought that this was some sort of altercation where like, why would anyone start fighting after a game winning field goal in a season that inevitably was going poorly? Uh, it was kind of like a weird moment though, you know, like coaches and players hug, you know, they, they smile, they high five where these two were just kind of sh- And then like one of the assistant coaches was like pulling Zimmer back, but this sparked this whole debate. So, I mean, Jake, at least from your perspective, especially as a Vikings fan, w- would you buy or sell this interaction between your, your, uh, starting quarterback and your head coach? Oh, I'm totally buying it 120% because that's probably the most aggressive I have ever seen Kirk cousins. And it'll be the most aggressive we will ever see Kirk Cousins, maybe. I mean, I thought after seeing this after the game, I thought this happened like during the game and there was actually like a pissed off altercation or some shit. And like, like, because I just saw an image of it and I saw the video. I'm like, okay, this makes sense. This is after the game. But it's like, wow, okay, they're getting some emotion. And Zimmer almost looked like he was thrown off. Like he didn't yeah. know that Kirk had the, Kirk, you have this in you? What the, the hell? hell? Oh, whoa, Who is whoa. this guy? What? Yeah, what the hell is this, Kirk? Kirk, is that you, man? What what the what the hell is going on here? Well, I guess we're not getting fired this week. Let's let's fucking go. Yeah, uh, that's, that was that was what I was saying. Is they were both celebrating that like <laughs> that no one had anyone to blame a loss on, so they could take a week off from that shit. Yeah, like we made a kick. We made a game winning kick in uh, Minnesota Vikings uh, Minnesota Vikings game. But no, I'm totally buying it because that interactions you don't see that very often in general from coaches. You see them hug, like you said. But you don't see that aggression come from like quarterbacks. Sometimes they're just they're very flaunt. They're cocky. You walk in down. Oh, we won the game. But Kirk's like going off. Like you like that? And yeah. and well, then and, Zimmer, and, oh, and man, just going back to like the post games, there's like a fake Chris Thomason Twitter account that's oh, yep. hashtag Vikings coach Mike Zimmer when asked if Christian Darrison would be the starting LT moving forward. Quote unquote. I don't know, Chris. Why don't we put your fat ass out there instead of either of them? How does that sound, Chris? Like I read that at first and I thought that was real. And I'm like, even though Mike Zimmer had that crazy celebration, he very well could have bitched out Chris Thomason, especially, but any Vikings journalist after what he did with Seattle. Uh, so I just thought about throwing that in there. Uh, yeah, I'll buy it too, because there's nothing like seeing a few guys celebrating that they still have a job, right? I've mm-hmm. uh, in my, in my professional career, I've been a contractor before and I know what it's like to, uh, to survive a round of firing. So I, I can, I can personally uh, uh, kind of relate to that one. And it's just funny to see those two pumped up, squeezing out a win against Detroit to keep their jobs. You know, there's just nothing better. There's nothing better. I mean, yeah, it, it went, I, I think more so, I think they're celebrating. I think people are going to get on and be like, Oh, why are they celebrating this hard for a fucking win, man? I know there's like, this is, this isn't the Super Bowl, <laughs> or this is this isn't the Super Bowl. This is Detroit, man. Like someone I mean, like seriously, that that's a that valid words. argument. But but I think you're celebrating like I, I would be on the side like, wait, did we actually win on a game winning field goal? Like 54 yards? Like what the fuck? Like that yeah, just that's doesn't happen for for Vikings and Vikings fans. Yeah. You don't see it. That's the celebration. The fact or the fact, wow, we almost lost to the Detroit Lions. We're we're um Zim, you're keeping your job and uh well I I won't be blamed this week. That's that's the interaction I think uh, from from their perspective why they're so excited. Yeah. All right, the next one I have on here, our very own Zach Marlowe has a show coming out soon called Uncredible. Uh, for those of you who don't know about it, it's going to be awesome. It's kind of like a 10-question trivia game where you give Zach what you think you're an expert in, and he tests you. If you get the answer right, you move on to the next question. If you get it wrong, you have to do some sort of gross eating or drinking punishment. Uh, Jake and I were both the guinea pigs part of season one, and we both did it on Saturday night, and it was fucking rough. Uh I don't want to give away too much, so I'm not going to say a lot about what I experienced on Saturday or Sunday, but Jake, at least just based on uh, what you think or, or how you think the show went from your perspective, are you buying or selling the show when it comes out? Uh, I'm 120% buying stock in another incredible show. You have to watch this, especially the episodes that me and Boss Man were on. We should be the first two episodes when they are released. 
It is insane. Uh, it, it, let's just say it's not like your typical, uh, game show or some little punishments or anything. There's some crazy shit that happens, but it's all for great content and great entertainment. I was glad to be a part of it and, uh, almost die, um, and almost have my insides, uh, burned, burned out. Mm-hmm. So it was, yeah. it's a great, it's a great show. Great early, pre- early preview. Jake and I were not experts. We are very non-credible or uncredible as Marlo calls it in the title. So you know what? Uh, credit very to us incredible. for fitting the mold of the show, Jake. But yeah, no, it was it was perfect. I was glad to be guinea pigs in going into the show. All I can say is like the set. I walked in here. I'm like, this is like saw. I feel like I'm in some sort of weird <laughs> yeah, ass game he's got, he's got chamber. All, he's got it. All, it's in his garage, and it's all dark, and he's got all these yeah. tools. And he's just oh, like, I gotta man. turn off the lights now. I'm like, okay, okay. Let's, well, I'm gonna die. Lights on my face. I'm gonna die here. I'm like, I'm not gonna answer more than. I'm like, I'm not gonna answer really anything right here. I know it. And the questions were tough, which they should be because we need to see. People have punishments. That's the goal of the show. You don't want to see people yep. getting all the questions right and not getting punished. It's it's great. You get to see people in pain. You get to watch me and Bossman at least be in pain and others be in pain. Not like not like we're gonna die, like actually gonna die of pain, but like, oh, I'm gonna fuck some die serious here. intestinal, you know, digestive system, Rotting. taste buds. There's there's a lot of parts of the body that we're not happy, uh all the yeah. way up until this morning, let's we'll say. Let's, so Let's just uh, say yeah. if you're a fan of of Jackass and uh, Steve-O in particular, you're going to enjoy and, this and, show. And you mix it with kind of a Fear Factor trivia. You're mm-hmm. gonna... well, uh, only a few episodes of the first season are underway in filming, but I know Marlo's hurrying as fast as he can to get uh, all sorts of guests in on it. It's it's awesome. So, And this isn't even an ad. I just wanted to talk about it as kind of a preview, but I'm going to buy it as well. Not because I want to see the episode I was in because I don't want to relive what I did, but because I want to see everyone else suffer and hope that maybe they experience half of what I did, but without giving any details away on the show, Jake, uh, I heard yours was pretty bad as well. So, all right, we're both buying Uncredible. What about Dave and Buster's Arcade? So, as we mentioned, uh, a bunch of us went to a bunch of us adults went to Dave and Buster's on Saturday. Bubba ate the chicken wings. We determined it was a big scam, but spent a bunch of money and uh, bought some shitty prizes with our tickets, anyways. Uh, Jake, after that experience, where are you buying or selling DNBs? Uh, I think I'm selling DNBs because you know what? I was a little disappointed. I was I was hoping to go back there and have an experience, like I was going to relive my childhood days of going to Chuck E. Cheese and relive that, relive the uh, the games. But I'm like, wait, when I was a kid, all I would do, like we talked about earlier in the show, you just spend a, a pointless amounts of money for pretty much nothing in rigged games. And now at this point, this isn't my parents' money. This is my money. And then you get, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, at least this is an adult arcade. First off, there's kids walking around. Yeah, dude, Chuck there's fucking kids everywhere. I love how like on the commercials for D&Bs, they show all these like young professionals like us wearing yeah. suits with like beers yes. and they're, they're, thro- they're throwing the, uh, they're throwing the fucking, uh, the ski ball and there's a you know a table of hot chicks that are interacting with them and it looks like Drink the best beer. spot. And you, you go in there. And you find out it's basically Chuck and che- Chuck E. Cheese with a different color, better pizza and alcoholic drinks. And you're like, wow, OK, this. Yeah. Like there are kids screaming everywhere. I need a few it, drinks to make it through this experience. It's Chuck E. Cheese with a bar is what it is. I mean, there's some <laughs> don't get me wrong. There's some more, maybe a little more competitive games that you'd see at a Chuck E. Cheese. But I don't think there's that much difference. And I thought, OK, maybe the prizes will at least be a little more upgraded. I'm like the 99 percent of the shit you saw in the prize room would be at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. And, and, it's like what that you need to add you need to add some like more like crazy shit there like i don't know add a sex doll to it or some shit i don't know it was like uh get... well it's almost like coke or uh pepsi stealing coke's idea that was basically dnbs but they're like we're gonna add a bar like yeah we're gonna add a bar and make it for adults but we're and gonna that, get the but, same but we're still gonna allow kids to show up and scream and piss off the adults because we need the kids uh their income you know they're probably, i'm like it makes absolutely no sense yeah. So I'm like, as much I'm, I'm, as as much as I'm selling this, I'll probably we'll probably end up our asses will probably end up back there again, <laughs> in some way. And, and last time I didn't get hammered, I almost wanted to just get hammered there one time and just eat a bunch of food and then yeah, uh, and then try to play games and maybe I'll play better. But uh, overall, I'm selling it. It's just it's well, just, and they they do have the uh, they do have the like the bar area and there's a shitload of TVs. It's pretty sweet. You almost feel like you're kind of in a sports book. But the funniest was we were there for the uh, Wilder Fury fight, and there was some old guy sitting at the bar just live streaming it, the fight on Facebook, Facebook Live. I'm like, all right, I'm witnessing bootlegging. Like, I yeah, and we're the, witnessing the, pirating right here. 
And then they told him, like, sir, no, you can't do that. Put the phone away. Or what, what yeah, they, Dana, like... Dana, Dana White, well, I know this wasn't the UFC, but if it was the UFC, Dana White would personally show up there uh, and punch you with his bald head. So, um, all right, yeah, we, got, we got one more. I, I'm, uh, as you can tell by my description, I'm selling D&Bs as well. But finally, to close the show, the last one we have kind of does tie back to the beginning of the show, Jake, to your bit, uh, the hot fall weather bit. Are you buying or selling that? I'm selling 120%. I, I'm selling that stock because you know what? I'm prepared now. We're in football season. We're we're getting into hockey season. The weather is not fitting right now. I want to go outside and not be hot as shit in jeans. And I don't. I'm and even in shorts sometimes I'm still hot. Like I wanted to get to that soothing medium Nirvana weather where it's a little cool out. You put on that pullover. You're 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 comfortable. You're at that medium where your body is just you know it's just being intense. Caressed. It's just content with everything, you know. The body's being caressed, uh, you know, by by the air. Yeah, that's kind of well, that, that's, that's kind of a word hey, we can't say. But if, if you know the say, bit, but, but you I do like feel like you're why. If you know, you know. Yes. Yep. If you know, look it up. Fourth down in nine. But anyway, yep. you do feel like you're caressed by the weather, by the atmosphere, by the air, and it's a perfect nirvana of of weather coming together. So this hot fall weather doesn't make sense. It's been too long. We're in October. I'm done. It's over. I'm yep. selling. Yep, I'm uh, I'm selling it as well. I even tweeted it last week. It's just too hot for this shit. You know, I've moved on from summer. Summer is fun, but only for a few months. You get sick of the humidity, the heat, the bugs, the sun. I'm over all of it. And like I said, I will be so fucking pissed if we are just going to skip fall. Like if we're just going to go from this hot ass weather to like 20 degrees Winter. next week, I would I wouldn't put a. So, you know what? Uh, I'm going to sell it and I hope the market doesn't react volatilely to that. Uh, because I want fall. I want to have a fall. We need fall. It's it's we need it, or else we're gonna go crazy and go mad, and something's not gonna be right. We're just gonna. It's gonna feel like we skip something, and then before we know it, we're at construction season again, yep. and then it's not gonna feel right. It's not gonna be the same. Right. Right. Well, folks, uh, that wraps up another episode of It's a Bit, the podcast edition. If you want to listen to the radio edition of our show on KFN Plus, you can listen to that on Saturdays from 2 to 3 p.m. on 96.7 or kfan.iheart.com. Uh, to listen to the rest of our podcast network, we got Third and Forever. It's a uh, it's a bit radio. Obviously, there is Third and for, uh, I already mentioned Third and Forever. Jesus. Uh, 10K MMA. Wild takes. We have Jake's show, the Minnesota Rundown. You just search 10,000 takes on any streaming platform where you listen to your podcast. You can listen to them. Go to our website, 10ktakesmn.com, to read the blogs. We still have some merch on there. The Vikings colored shirts, the uh, the baby blue colored 10K long sleeves right in time for fall, and plenty of other stuff. So check that out uh, and be ready. I, I will say this, Jake. We have a really big announcement coming up this week on Friday that we will announce probably around noonish on Twitter. I don't want to say anymore, but just be fucking ready for that. It's going to be, it's going to be great. You get, it might be one of the biggest announcements in uh 10 K history, if not human history. So yeah. uh, you're going to have to, you better be vigilant. You better be aware. Keep your eyes yep. peeled. Right. And uh, you know, we'll be back in person soon enough when we get the 10 K house in November. So uh, just hang tight with us while we're doing it virtually. Uh, but thank you all so much for listening to another episode of it's a bit presented by 10,000 takes. And we will talk to you later. Thank you.